five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Good evening. We are the People Movers, and we are back again. Tonight's kind of a sad night where we talk about the dearly departed that are leaving the U.S. shores. We also have one of the most exciting, classic-looking EVs in a long while. SSC takes their show to Florida to try it again. And Toyota gives us a hydrogen-powered car to show us the way of the future. But the most important question of the day, Jason, how are you? I'm wonderful. We got a jam-packed show, so yes, let's we do. get right into it. We're jumping right into it, and here we go. Jason, this is sad. We don't like to start oh. sad, but we're going to start sad. We don't like to do sad. I don't want to start oriented oh. sad, but we're going to do it. So 2020 was a pile. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it was an absolute pile of fill it in the blank. But 2021, though, is shaping up automotively to be just an absolute raucous funeral house that can't accept more bodies. And Jason, pick one of the four that we're going to talk about. Go ahead. Well, I have to go right to the one that hurts the most. The one leaving the U.S. shores after 60 years. The legendary Toyota Land Cruiser. Uh, why? Sad trombone indeed, Brian. I uh, Oh, yeah. I, I, iconic nameplate doesn't really do it justice i don't feel uh there is nothing cooler i think than the current land cruiser when you actually see it on the road it, uh, they're they're rare they're beautiful they've been I in the u.s and they've been constant production for how long now about 60 years now yeah so. well i really hate to say it this boils down to what i would say more than anything modern day and age and i don't want to point the finger but i will point the finger because i do want to point the point finger. I'm going to point two fingers to the flex generation, to the modern flex generation. Jason, we used to talk about this previously, right. but this was our generation's comparison. It was like driving a fast Lexus, you know, when Lexus was still up and coming and those kind of things comparatively to Mercedes, BMW, and Audi. This, I hate to say it. Why wouldn't you buy this unless you're just embarrassed to say, hey, I bought a new Toyota? Like, really? Like, you have well, no class. Considering how SUV mad people yeah. are, this should be the oh. perfect call it, your family and your gear and everything. I mean, this should be it, everything to everyone. It honestly should be the bargain. It should be the bargain at that price. I don't even want to hear the whole $80,000 thing. Escalades, Yukon Denali's, like you name it. The list goes on and on of things that are going to easily scratch that surface and are half as capable or less. Well, and I don't really want to, you know, look at it with my beige trousers on, but at the same time, you want to talk resale value for a second? Resale oh. value? Reliability? Absolutely. The list goes on and on. I mean, Land Cruiser, if you bought it for $80,000 today, you'll sell it in 20 years for 50, you know what I mean? That thing is not going to depreciate. I mean, well, at the, end the way of the, day, the others you're, will. You're not having to scream. You're not having to be that person who goes, oh, I have the badge or, ooh, I've got the, no. It's such a Land thinking Cruiser. man's SUV. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of, you're going to a lot of cred in the right rooms. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's like driving a almost like the opposite, but the same thing as driving a real hardcore track car. Only the right people are really going to get why you suffer through not having air conditioning and stuff. Because, yeah, but those comments are know. the ones you live and breathe for, and why you'd spend that. So that's sad. That's beyond sad. Uh, um, sorry cool. to see it go, but geez, Louise, if you got the money, don't go buy whatever garbage falls in that category. Go buy yourself a Land Cruiser. Just go be that person. Live that life. Yeah. Um, well, what else is leaving, bro? Uh, I'm going to just go right to something because of an ownership perspective. 
the Honda Fit. We're both previous Ooh. owners, and I'm a current owner of a Honda Fit. Fantastic car. I mean, we know why it's going. People like big, which the Civic, you know, and its sport back design has kind of filled that niche. We understand that. But we kind of talked about it on the phone the other day briefly. This is a segment. This is not like one of those things you can overlook as far as usability when you talk about, oh, inexpensive thing. We'll fill the Civic. The Civic is a couple grand more, which if you're shopping your first new car mm-hmm. or something, you're, you know, whatever, that's a lot of money at that point. I, I 100% agree with that. The other thing I will say on that is, I feel like the fit is the most, you know, spiritually um, tied car to the Hondas of the 90s that we grew up with. You know, it feels, I mean, not in terms of the sportiness or whatever, but in terms of just being a good car that you can have some fun with and do what you need to. I I don't think it has an equal in its segment, to be honest. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to choose. I mean, when my wife and I bought ours, it was, she wanted a VW Golf. Um, which is sad to say the reason why she didn't want one anymore was because they didn't come in cloth anymore. The people's <laughs> whack. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. 2000 and pe- yeah. <laughs> 2014. But either way, begged for the fit. The fit does feel like those Hondas of our youth, lightweight, usable, mm-hmm. reliable, all the above. That one breaks my heart because they just globally redesigned it and we're not going to get it. Classic. Uh. Yeah, classic. But moving on, because we could talk the whole show on the. We could do a funeral for the whole show. We really could. And these next we two really are actually going to take a bit of time. So take your pick, whatever you want. Okay, well, I have to give another one that's very near and dear to the people mover's heart. A car that moves us like few do. Uh, the Alpha 4C. Yeah, an amazing hero. Hero of the people. If you ever get an opportunity to drive one, do it. Do it. Anybody who ever describes a car as go-kart-like, you need to ask them, have you ever driven a Lotus Exige or an Alpha 4C? <laughs> because o- if they otherwise. answer no, they don't know what a go-kart-like car truly is. Otherwise, their opinion is very much void. I'd say flat that's, out right there. That, that's an analogy a lot of people do. You know, people use it even with our 500 a bar thing like that. Like, no, no, no. Like this, you can feel every pebble. You can feel every single millimeter of concrete, asphalt, whatever you want. And the 4C is a heartbreaker, Jason. I mean, that's a... And we say that for millions of reasons. I mean, honestly, the technology that goes into it that you can get your hands on that you can only touch for so many more tens of thousands of dollars, um, you know, mid-engine, carbon fiber monocoque, that kind of thing. Um, you're, You're really ramping up such a severe amount. There's not an equal to it. Not even close. Uh, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I I can't um, fathom another car that gets more attention or has better performance for that price. Uh, If you're into flexing or whatever, I mean, you'll always have to explain to people it's not a Ferrari. It's actually an Alfa Romeo. But other than that, I mean, that car will be covered in people every time you come out of a place. Do you you think that's what like kind of keeps it from some people that would have the money to buy it? Do you, I mean, to be sincere, we've had it in our possession for a day or two and enjoyed Mm -hmm. it and lived the normal drive it daily life and seen the reaction to it. But do you think that some people that have that money, that's why they opt for an M3 things like that, that are more recognizable because honestly that thing had people falling all over it. But it, I think I hate to say it, a size thing. The U S has a size problem. They like bigger. <laughs> they have size problems in several ways. Ah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Wish I had that cute. Two drums and a cymbal. Yeah, no, but absolutely. I, I think that does kind of prevent a lot of people from exploring that as an option. They go with a Corvette for something instead. I'm, I'm not knocking a Corvette. I like a vet, but it's such a 
different car in terms of being all carbon fiber and not having power steering and has yes, no muffler. it has a chintzy interior, but so does a Corvette. No you muffler, no glove box. Well, we also say too, though, that anybody that if you've never ever driven a car that weighs roughly a ton, drive one and see how you feel mm-hmm. afterwards. I don't care if you grew up on muscle cars, V8s, whatever, supercars, whatever. Drive something that weighs that like that little and I well, assure you're going to want more. stiff too. That car, that chassis was stiff. And Ugh. so, I mean, that car really performed in the corners, even on a public road. That one's sad, but honestly, if you've got the money right now and you're looking for a weekender and you got the right sense of mind, go buy one. I mean, go Absolutely. go buy one. That, that crap is not going to be made going forward. I can tell you flat out. That was already 100%. a massive roll of the dice from someone who had been up for about 36 hours and had been begged to go to the room and go to sleep. And they were still rolling when they designed that car. That's what kind of car that is. <laughs> and honestly, you should buy something like that because that kind of stuff is not going to be made going forward. Sensibility is going to be always winning. But moving on to the last yeah. one of the funeral service. Uh, this one makes me sadder than it did the day it was released. When it came out, they hailed it as a eco-friendly 911 fighter, which mm-hmm. wow, that's a big, big claim. Totally wasn't. Yeah, it's just 100% isn't. I mean, the 911's no, calling card in the same category. <laughs> no, I mean the 911's calling card flat out is that you can use it daily and it's fast and all these things. This thing wasn't even close to its specs. All those things, but the BMW i8. I know they announced the back in March. Um, there was like slight rumors that they were saying BMW is going to pump it up and all that. No, that's not true. Um, so the i8 is going bye bye. And Jason, I think I like it more today than I did when it was released for so many reasons. I I, I can see that when it first came out. I think I like a lot of people, you know, who are into cars, were really down on the fact that it didn't really live up to the billing. That it no. wasn't an electric hybrid 911 fighter and all those things you know it really fell flat like and then there was some of the problems with the range and some of that stuff that bmw had advertised but overall i feel like the car moved the electric vehicle forward i agree um if not style and design and even just desirability a hundred percent um that's the thing i was going to ping on is that um style wise yeah they pushed it forward they push it way forward. I still love them when I see them on the road. They look very futuristic. They look very different. That's what they should have been, too. I 100% agree. Um, the letdown of the whole like range and all that, I think that's most electric cars, and I really can't wait to see the one that sets a number and hits that number. That's going to be rad. It really will be interesting, though, to see an electric vehicle that kind of has the sustain of a uh, you know, some of the cars from our youth, 100%. electric cars almost seem like laptops at this point. When the next best one comes out, you forget all about the last one. I feel like that's the way the lithium ion battery though, for most things, <laughs> phones. I mean, and we're not saying different. We're going to get to that in one of our last segments. There's Absolutely. other ways, but I don't know. It, it, range aside, things aside, certainly not a 911 fighter. We'll wrap up the I-8 on this. You know, when you see one on the road, it does reek of special. I'll give it that. And they are a bargain on the used market comparatively to what they were new. I mean, like like most high-end BMWs, two years later, you're at the uh, 58% discount market on those kind of things. Absolutely. Like a, look for a 760 or with the V12 or any of that kind of stuff. But the i8, if you go buy one right now, you can buy one for really good Corvette price, all that kind of stuff, and you can have yourself something totally unique, a little more efficient. You just have to be realistic for what you're using it for. You're not going to go battle 911s. But moving on. Yeah. The funeral's over. 
Funeral's over. Everyone loves being done with the service. Moving on, yes. I mean, we could have gone on that for 30 minutes. We're sad, 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 and we sad. we love all four of those cars. Yeah. That's why. Well, they've all made a point in their own way. If we look across the board, every single one of those has made a drastic point for their own market, and it is sad to see each and every one of them go. The most shocking of all of them, though, uh, I mean, oh, the Land Cruiser. The Land Cruiser. Oh. Don't even say it again. It breaks my heart every time. It's because they, in my opinion, it's because they, you know, they want it to be the Lexus variant, which they already have out. I think it's called like the Force. I can't remember four seventy five. Uh, whatever it is, the Lex- Lexus's range now. It's an LX. I understand what mm-hmm. it is. I'm just not caring enough to quote it. So mark me on that. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that's their thing. Is they're going to try to move that market into the people that spend that money into that stupid badge. So. Yeah, exactly. Your mm. face says it all. If you could see my, my if you could see like my brother, he's just casually shaking his head with disdain. But moving on to yeah, something so that is even <laughs> that is EV and nearly perfect right out the gate. I don't care if it gets three miles to the gallon, and by that I mean charge or whatever. I want one. <laughs> whatever the equivalent. Whatever the equivalent. Is. Yeah, the Alpha Motor Ace. What a great name. Great name. And flat not out. the Alpha we just talked about. No. All different Alpha, right? A L P H. A motor ace, and they're based out of, of course, Irvine, California. They're oh. going to be a new EV startup. But all that aside, we don't need to bore you with all that kind of stuff. If you look at this car for two seconds and you're not moved by it, interesting. I, I mean, that's the play <laughs> way of putting it. This very much reminds me of the Honda City in terms of not that it looks similar, but it's similarly styled in the regards of the same era. I, I really get the the MG GT vibes from that fastback, but I, I like that kind of, it looks like a late seventies sort of take on an EV, if you will. It does. But the thing that I like about it the most is that it looks like a, a retro future, uh, futuristic design where you have the rear taillight looks like a solid led, very just crisp, you know, like Philip K Dick futuristic, but then also too the mm-hmm. thing that sticks out to it besides the body lines, those really wide, body flares you got great oh, over fender yes. on the back but it's on steelies and stuff like that there there's such a mishmash of perfection going on here that it's hard to describe it, it really is a neat car and if it can live up to the to the billing there they're saying a range of approximately 250 miles if it could hit something like that oh man you could, could you, I mean, why would you have like a Nissan Leaf instead oh, of that? Lord. But <laughs> I mean, well, that's my thing. It's like, I understand the whole like, oh, it's a two-door coupe, small, most people. I don't care. You couldn't keep one of those out of my hands. I mean, that thing oh, is no just fantastic. Cool. And the interior too. It it does follow that whole minimalist EV thing where it's like a tablet, you know, and a steering wheel. And that's basically it. But they still have little touches throughout that still give it that classic, almost like a Datsun 510. It looks like a 510, in my opinion. Yeah, it does. A beautiful it does have EV a lot 510. Of 510 but. Oh, man. Yeah. If that comes out, I'm going to be in trouble. But moving on from that, we've got a full, we've got a full show. Five minutes left. We're going to squeeze in two topics. SSC, Jason. SSC. Oh, back. Yeah, the Tuatera. The Tuatera came back one more time, but this is some weird tidbits, and I'll let you rift on that. They moved from where they tested previously to Florida, and then they also, too, did not have Oliver Webb drive the car. They had the owner of the car, Dr. Larry Kaplan, drive the car. How do you feel about that? I feel like I'd really like Dr. Larry to tell me about my cholesterol or something like that, but I don't know if I'd want Doc Larry to... 
take make it to the a moon. you know world record attempt here. <laughs> What'd you say? Take it to the moon right there, where it's like, oh yeah, yeah. just uh, point it straight and hold on to the steering wheel, Larry. Yeah, it feels. I don't, I don't know if I would have tapped Larry for that one, but no. I feel like they left their cooling system back in Nevada where they, they did. did the original test too. They did. They, they had many passes. They said they had some heating issues and then looks like on the last one where they said no mass, it ate a couple plugs. They hit 251 and called it good. I, uh, I don't want to scoff at that. 251 is ridiculous, fa- yeah. ridiculous fast, but compared to the 316 mile an hour run, they were banging around on the internet with a couple months ago. That's a, far ways off a hundred percent agree and at the end of the day it's just a bad look from the looks like from the call of things they invited a bunch of naysayers you know they invited a bunch of youtubers they invited all these people that are like picking apart the first run that's only cool when it goes your way (laughs) uh, yeah it did and we're not you know we're not having them a hard time we understand what you're trying to do but at the end of the day oh you know, they're going to come well, back. I, I hope they get the bugs worked out and come back and do it because I love the top speed challenge. It's, it's yeah. bonkers and cool. It's the most baseline, hairy-chested thing. I love it. Like I do. It could be the stupidest thing. It doesn't mean anything. But also, I can't wait until the Jesco trots out, the Hennessy F5 Venom, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be fun. It is a Neanderthal car thing. It My car is is. faster in a straight line. All You're the way never to the going speed. to do it, is the thing. We've understand never. that. We're 35 now. Like when I, when I was 25, I was like, well, you never know. You know, now that I'm 35, I'm like, get out of here like if you Not took a race up to 170 <laughs> you are like you're vin diesel i mean you're that loser in the movie that they write about but that's not gonna happen because you're not vin diesel and you don't own a car that can do that so and you're not gonna and in the real world you're not gonna line up a bit against anything that's gonna even flirt with that right yeah, absolutely absolutely right. as we know in the real world uh, a c63 is fast enough i mean most people are in accords and if you're listening SUVs, to this so exactly if we're listening to this and you're sitting there feeling threatened by instagram remind yourself take a picture of whoever pulls up next to you and i guarantee you most times if you're anything remotely fast they're not going to mess with you but keep that in your mind when you're wasting your money and spending your time because i've been absolutely. there we've been there but last thing <laughs> we got a minute and 30 seconds left Jason, everybody says that batteries, electricity is the way of the future. What do you think? We got the Toyota coming back. It looks like it's the Mariah. I think it's called a Mariah. M-I-R-A-I. I think it's a Mariah. But either way, it is a hydrogen-based car. You get a bunch of tax incentives, all that kind of thing. Seems like a Camry. The first generation was hideous. This one looks like a redesigned Camry or Avalon. How do you feel about that? We got our minute left. What do you think? I like how it looks. I think hydrogen is far better than batteries because guess what? You can fill up your tank and be on your way in 10 minutes. Agree. I don't know. But the space of time it takes to run in the shop and get a cup of coffee and back. So I like that about hydrogen. Most abundant uh, element in the universe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I do think the redesigned Myra or Mariah, Myra. It could be anything at this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm just guessing seems like things I'm piecing together. I could be wrong. It is a very handsome car for what it was the first one was ghastly and so this one is much improved <laughs> the rear end actually looks like california good. to get it so yeah well like the whole hydrogen trend before with the honda clarity fcx all that kind of thing 
Um, very limited. But if this was something that they put into production, you know, like uh, electric cars have struggled with the whole quick charge systems. If the mm-hmm. infrastructure was there, we can enjoy them. I mean, I feel like that's something to go for. But I mean, what do you think, Jason? Is it going to be electric or high or uh, hydrogen in the next 15 years? Last 10 seconds. What do we got? I'd put my chips on hydrogen long term. There we go. That is my brother's opinion. And I actually agree as I do most of the time, but we are the people movers and we appreciate you spending your time with us. As always, we'll be back again talking about many two wheel, four wheel or no wheel designs. But until that, please do the most important thing. Pay attention to the things that move you, whatever you ride, whatever you walk, whatever you drive, any of that, any roads, all that, and then do the most important thing. Secondly to that, actually, most importantly, be good to one another and we'll see you soon.